some Marvin Gaye for you. He I'm, just sang it away. I'm doing okay. You know, Marvin Gaye, a friend of mine told me about Marvin Gaye. I, I know oh. Marvin Gaye, yeah. I've Marvin Gaye. Listen to a couple of his albums. Album. Um, and he com- commented on Marvin Gaye's voice being like an accompaniment. Accompaniment. What's that word? I think it was right. A comp, a compliment, a compliment, a compliment, a compliment, a compliment. Yeah, he says that the vocals, at least in this particular album, um, what's going on? That's a good one. Um, I like that one. So good, so good, so good. Uh, he he comes across not as the leader of the melody, but as part of the addition to the orchestra. Yeah, I, I get that. I you know I don't remember the last time I listened to the album. It's probably been a year. I think I I went on a little Marvin Gaye run about a year or so ago. Listen to all his stuff, but it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Good listen. So, up, upgrading my home office. Okay, I have right. like a grandfather chair. Um, it's a little big though. Of course, it's a grandfather chair. And and it's not it is a recliner, but it's not um that it doesn't rock. Uh, I have a good old Snorlax, Snorlax pillow behind that's it. That's nice. That's nice. Snorlax pillow, so it's some good back support, so I can still be upright. I can still be engaged during class and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But also great level of comfort because it's Snorlax. Because it is Snorlax. And, that is true. Yeah, it's Snorlax. And so then I'm using the school desk. As I've told you, I believe, and I've put in front of it a sewing, like the chair for a sewing table. Okay. The chair for a sewing table, or like a vanity mirror, and it's quite convenient because then I can place my iPad there and write, take notes, get on Twitter, like do all the things that you do in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So yes, that is my home upgrade, my recent I've, home upgrade. I don't. I don't think I did say this on air, but I also kind of had a home upgrade by moving to a different room in my house. So I yeah I went from the upstairs to the downstairs, and we got upstairs and downstairs all the stuffs in the room now. It's great. It's a nice little change of scenery for me. Was stuff not all in the room before or you, you like finished well, the move oh no no, no. It, it was the, the i moved it all down here in one day so i had to bring my bed down here uh move emma's bed out so this was my sister's previous room and now we just did a room swap for the for this semester of school for me but I see it's nice it's room nice swap. room swap anyway why don't we play the music and get on with this action-packed episode action-packed it's It's coming at you it's coming coming at at you you quick coming at you quick faster this this music's actually gonna go faster than all the other music it's not going to all the other music i'm not gonna do that i can tell you i can tell you right now it's not paul is not a fan of my spontaneous uh homework assignments no i'm not i am not (laughs) i'm not looking for extra ways to do work (laughs) 
Exactly, exactly. So yeah, uh, enjoy. Kind of an upsetting thing. Uh, I... Uh That's not a good way to start something. By the time this episode is out, it it would have it's already in the past by this by the point they're hearing this so okay yeah yeah so you, by the time this, i have no i have a hard time remembering when this comes out and when we are talking what's like the day we're talking half a week we're talking on tuesday this is when it's being recorded and the so we still have like six five days until this episode airs and between that that period of time, there would have been a Wednesday episode on Wednesday where I talk about uh, Machine Gun Kelly's Downfalls High. Now, the, the upsetting gotcha. thing. Now, the listeners of that episode, if anyone listening to this episode has already listened to that, that episode, you wouldn't have found any problem with the episode because it's a high, you know, it's the high quality opinion central content you come to listen for. But what right. what they don't know is that that it was a second recording. Now, as oh. as a podcaster, it's always such a just gut wrenching, upsetting thing when when technical issues happen and you don't catch it until after everything is done. So, huh. so I. So it'll be an example. So I recorded the initial episode on Monday, February 8th. Right. And I edited it. And and when I edit my episodes, I don't uh I don't listen. Well, I, I do kind of go through the audio a little bit, but because <laughs> in the areas that I need That's to so do funny. stuff, I do. But but for this one, because it was a Wednesday episode, I didn't listen to the audio at all because I just put intro music, outro music, put the recording in the middle. That's what we. That's the format for the Wednesday episodes. And so I didn't listen to the audio at all. So I had everything figured out. I title, description, scheduled it, good to go. I wake up this morning, mm-hmm. and I I, I want to I I decide okay I'm going to listen to this. A little bit just because i want to i i want to see if i got my point across well trying to describe the topic so i started playing it and we get about two minutes in and you know what you know what connor i and this is maybe it's very i i'm gonna come across kind of as a meanie for this but i'm gonna insert the part that it all went wrong in that first recording that I have. Now I'm not going to speed up the intro like you requested, but I will. I will do the. <laughs> I will do some extra work for for me. I maybe see. maybe I'll speed up the outro for you, Connor. Why why di- why differentiate? It's, what, it's, what's the difference between the two? It's the build up, right? So now they know they they are expecting that sped up intro or outro, and now they have to wait for the entire episode they have to they have to don't sit- you think yeah 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 but wouldn't it be kind of uh interesting to be the listener of uh knowing all the sources it's like when you read a book you know what everyone's thinking so or you know plot events that happen before the characters do 
So this is like a time are, shift. Are we okay? I'm very We're lost. Are we speeding up? Are we speeding up the intro, the outro? What? What am I doing? That is the question at debate that I don't know the answer to. So you're currently. just pinning it on me. Well, it's not that I'm pinning it on you. What I'm doing is I'm speaking in a way you're making me. To... I do not know whether or not you have done it. So there's a chance, I feel, that you will speed up the music. But I'm currently in the mental state of not knowing whether you will or not. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. The listeners might already know, Connor. Maybe and I did the intro. That's just something. Gonna, uh, and, yeah. and that gives them a nice little we're gonna, juice. We're going to leave you in the dark, Connor, for, for exactly, this Exactly, like you're leaving me in the dark. So all the listeners know this they thing can, about They can make fun of you. that happened that I yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they can make fun of me, or they can just simp- like you know pity me for not knowing the answer to this. Mm. That's true. This because I may have done it. Who knows? Anyway, so back to my story. I recorded this episode. It was a twenty-minute long episode, and I talked about the video. I, I kind of bounced around. I, I I really I really analyzed it, and and I thought I did a good job at, at talking about tore what, it apart. Yeah, I tore it apart. And I was Good. listening to it this morning, Tuesday, which is the day we're recording this episode. And we get about a minute, minute and a half in, and all of a sudden, there's a just a changing audio quality. It just, it sounds like what? we're on an airplane, and I'm talking in, into like uh, I don't even I don't even know what it, it. It's like some very bad, bad audio quality. And okay. I was, and I'm, I I don't exaggerate when i say this but i was very 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 upset because i i you you know when you record those episodes connor or or something this can just go on for for mm-hmm. anything maybe what do you mean maybe an instagram video or tiktok whatever it is but when something oh, okay. happens instagram yeah yeah you can, re- you can relate it yeah, you relate to that but when something happens and maybe you were recording it for mine since i was i was an episode i was trying to record or maybe you weren't and you go oh that was great I wish people could hear this, or maybe you did record and you go, "Oh, I can't wait to show oh, somebody," and then the video cuts you, out, you or it. or you go, "Oh, shucks!" Like it, it's just such an upsetting thing where then you realize that that I can't, it doesn't do it justice. And for right. me, it was this quality you just can't took. Repeat it. You I can't, can't do anything. I've, you've missed that moment, that that time of. It you was can't, a stamp in time. Yeah, you can't recreate those moments that happen. So there were moments in that episode that scuffed audio episode that i'm not gonna release that i thought were really cool i i thought those were unique to that episode and now i can't repeat it the the episode that they have already heard that was released on wednesday is a completely different episode i mean it's the same topic and i talk about the same thing but still it's different in a way and i i am gonna we're gonna play it right now we're just gonna play it the the tragedy of of the 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 downfall of the audio quality just i'm gonna insert it right here of it going crisp and clean to when it changes and then i'm gonna explain what happened after you hear it so we're just gonna i'm gonna insert it right here that showcases machine gun kelly's latest album tickets to my downfall so machine gun gel machine gun kelly released this album in 2020 just gonna say this now uh, privately without Connor here because this is this is some post production stuff. Doesn't that weren't you 
all as disappointed as I I felt when that that quality changed. It gut wrenching. It was so upsetting. But also I I gotta I gotta say something about Connor because I said I was going to. Or I said I may have, but I totally want to, so I'm going to. And just 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 this stays in between you guys and me. Don't don't tell Connor this, but <laughs> Connor, he is such a such a such a person. Let me tell you. Have you seen his face? Wow, Connor. I'm sorry, Root. <laughs> I just can't think of anything mean to say about him. There, there's another thing that I don't know that the listeners know now. Yeah, maybe I didn't even show him anything, Connor. Oh God. Maybe Connor. Oh God. Maybe or or maybe I insert. That would be such like a like a a, a build up for nothing. That's anti climactic Maybe okay. There, I, I will insert that. I can tell you that confidently. But Connor, maybe I insert something extra at the end that now you... Oh, wow. But still, I don't know what it sounds like. You have no idea. Like you have no idea. Yeah, what? you'll just have to listen through it once it's out. You're really in the dark this episode. <laughs> but yeah, okay. anyway, as to Turn what... Turn off to a good... This is a good start. Good, good start, start for Connor. So as, as to what actually happened, uh, I don't know how I did it, but when recording, I recorded with OBS there's OBS. there's four different sections in the audio mixer area four sections. five I don't know five nope it's four it's four it's four everybody. go back to four back to four four sections. four sections yes one two three four on the floor on the floor so there's desk desktop audio which would be if I were watching a YouTube video or Spotify or so, anything that would happen on on my computer screen it would record that audio I have I Discord capture, which it captures all the audio from Discord. So that's your voice that they hear. Aww. Yeah, that's, voice. That's, that's where you come in. Hey. Yeah. And then there's like I, I, I see the I, I see the decibel one. bar going up and down when you talk on, on my screen. It's great. Nice. Nice. And then there's mic slash ox. I'm not Mike, too sure. Like, like, Mike, Mike, microphone. Am I? Hey, how you doing, Mike? Nope, not that Mike. That's a different. That's a different. Oh. That's the person. Uh, <laughs> no, and I, I think yeah, this is yeah. either my laptop microphone just... or my webcam. I'm not too sure what what this device is and why it's there. And then the last thing is the Yeti microphone, which is what I record with. Now the desktop audio and the mic slash aux are turned all the way down because I don't want to receive any input from those devices it it just you don't want it and when i checked it this morning after really just finding out about the tragedy the, the loss of that episode was that the mic slash ox part was turned up to max volume so oh i think what happened i i don't know how i got that to turn up I don't remember what would have happened, but because of that, it either mixed the audio with my microphone and like the laptop microphone or, or whatever it was, it just messed up the audio completely. So That's now so I, I have turned it back down and I recorded the episode on Wednesday today as well. Tuesday. This is it's it's there's a lot going on on Tuesday, but yeah. Tuesday, everybody. Tuesday is the recording day, but but yeah, so I, I fixed it. 
and I was very upset. Still, I am still actually upset about it. But that that was that's what happened with me, Connor, the past two days. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you ready yeah, for the Reddit? So wait, 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 I oh. feel like I need to share something that happened. Oh, okay, to me. okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Um, let's see. I went to. I went mm-hmm. to go check the mouse traps next door. Okay. Wow. Okay. I went to and uh, the findings. We found three mice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we what we did was we trapped them in these little boxes. It had like it was carpeted. It had a little you know bed. It had a little rug for the rat to fight, uh, you know, wipe their feet. And then there was a nice little cozy. There was a restroom. There was like a butler who would give you food. Like in, that's these, in every trap. Were these and what kind of traps? And we we sold these trap. We we like marketed it out. You know, did business with three rats, right? So you're like a rat retail man. Retail man, like hotel provider, and uh, then we took them on a vacation um, and outside, mm-hmm. and you know, fixed them up, gave them a nice, nice supper before they left, and uh, yeah, now they're living happily in the meadow, happily, very happily happily in the meadow covered with snow right now. I assume in the freezing, freezing weather. The yes, freezing, yes, the weather. That's freezing. They're, right they're now. burrowing in the and and could you imagine it? Wait until spring comes along. Oh, the uh, wonderful constructions they will have created. The rat mm-hmm. civilization. Um, I contributed to the art of rat civilization this week. Now, Connor, and I I I'm very proud. I do ask. What are you trying to get out of this? Because you clearly you don't do all this for the rats and expect nothing in return. Are you uh, are you aiming for like some ratatouille kind of stuff? Like you want them to cook for you in the future? Or good question. Or what? Good what? Question. What are you? Uh, seeking? That was a Paul. That was come on. Rats have been dealing with ratatouille jokes for for years now. It's very hey. insensitive. Now, now, on, back now. to. <laughs> But back to why why am I team rat? Well, you may be wondering, or you may have this interest yourself that ah, the the Cleveland Browns, they're a team that I support. I like to watch them on Sunday. I like Connor, to see good I'm, good things happen. I'm sorry to interrupt. You might like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when when was the last time you watched a Browns game, Connor? Okay, let's okay, I, I didn't watch a Browns game. But let's say uh Manchester United. Okay. okay, Manchester United. Okay. So the love that you feel for Manchester United, now feel that towards, like, what does that look like for rats? Mm-hmm. And I am pro-rat in that sense. Like, this is my competitive edge and my urge for, you know, competition and victory. Mine is with the rat population. So um, this is how I'm processing this. You want to get the rats on your side, so if anything were to happen, you could call on them to back you up, essentially. Well, it's like, yeah, obviously there's going to be some good diplomacy between me and the rats. That that is, There's no question behind that. But the, the rats, I see them more, I know, their own, 
like they rats have rat business and humans have human business Obviously. if that were to interlap of course i would uh open my arms to uh their you know whatever they could provide but i feel that rats have their own agenda and i don't want to i don't want to impede on that however what are the things a rat could do for you man Man, that would be actually oh, that'd be OP. That'd be so OP mm -hmm. if you had rats on your side for real, and like they lived in the oh, whoa, 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 wait a second. Now I'm thinking about this intelligence of pet rats, and uh, let's say let's say that you're like in my situation. If I if I have a rat companion, I have an advantage over my enemies. I can collect intel from them. Okay. I can. Uh, so spy can, rats. Spy rats for sure. Yeah. I think spy rats would be very, very. I would actually, uh, in the case that I had a mortal enemy, um, I had a Kira to my L. Like. Okay, making the death note <laughs> reference. <laughs> death note reference. <laughs> Uh, I would very much want to have the rats on my side. So that that is in the back of you, my mind. But, you know, you know what we this, had to work out for it. We had to dig for it a little bit. You know bit. what this reminds like right me a little bit of? In terms of you talking about having the spy rats on your side. So please, that you can please share. Please share. So that you can take over the world. I don't know exactly what you're... Don't say G-Force, please. I was actually going to say G-Force. <laughs> Oh my god, he said G. -force. The 2009 film with the hamsters and No, no, no. They, no, the hamsters spies. Oh my with, god. With uh Zach Galifianakis and Will Arnett and Penelope Cruz wow. and I mean it's those, crazy all those cast. Names you know the funny. the budget for this film is actually kind of insane. It was 150 million dollars, Connor. Did you expect G-Force to have a budget of 150 million dollars? Uh, you know, they have pretty good. Who's their uh, team? It's not a Disney movie. So I, is I it DreamWorks? I, I, I'm going to be honest. I do not know. Like, who uh, would claim this movie? See, we don't even know someone who claimed this movie. Cinderella? That's like, ah, Disney movie. Well, Cinderella is a kind of big story. But uh, uh, Lion King, okay? That's a Disney movie. Everyone knows it's a Disney movie. G-Force is, is, is on Disney+. Plus. So yeah, that's okay. So you can view it on Disney. Is it like a Disney movie though? It's or like, not. No, uh, it's not like. Oh, this is. They didn't have the like Disney. Spirited castle. Away. Spirited Away. That's a Miyazaki movie. Like everyone knows that. Hmm. You could say that. Uh, At least if you're in that, if you like that kind of thing, it's, it's a hamster movie. Yeah, it's not. But it doesn't have like. It's not like, a, a ah, this was done by this person. Like, there, there's no name, there's no brand behind it. Like, if I if I were to mention a play, I'd say, um, like, uh, The Merchant of Venice, okay? Mm-hmm. By William Shakespeare. Once I say the by William Shakespeare, you're like, whoa, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I've been looking for the production who... I, I can't find oh it. Oh my! See, I, I can't even find it. Nothing of. No one wants to claim this movie. Is what is my point? No one wants to claim this movie. Like the actors have to. They're in it. Like they they are little representations, much as like you know. Whoa! Yeah, wait a minute! I did find it. The, well, oh, the, you need to stop talking right now. You just. <laughs> 
G-Force is a 2009 American family adventure comedy film produced by Walt Disney Pictures and Jerry yeah. Bruckenheimer Films. Yeah, okay. It's I mean, Disney a budget of $150 million. You had to, it had to be someone pretty big. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's like, how would they get the backing without that much? I don't know. I feel like without I got a big brand could, name like that. I could pitch a hamster movie pretty well and get $150 million. I, oh, I feel like yeah. I'm capable of doing that. I mean, just in, with in the, Dover, Ohio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, I would go somewhere where I could pitch it. I wouldn't pitch it here in Dover, Ohio. Uh, oh, okay. So you're yeah, trying to yeah. go to LA? I'll go to okay, LA thinking, or. No, I'm telling you, self business. That's the thing. Nowadays. But but yeah, the thing with the the rats. Farm, the thing with the rats reminded me of of uh, G Force a little bit there. You're talking about spy rats, and that was I made that relation. So yeah, I got you. I got you. G Force. G Force. Yeah. G Force. So spy rats. G Force, and also rearranging your bedroom, and also Reddit. We're gonna do it right now. Things. And Reddit. And Reddit. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is asked by user Maxwell William Mette. And they You are have... great with these names, Paul. <laughs> do you read them beforehand? Is this no, like, I don't. You, read, you do always by the by, always by the by. You're just like, yep. Uh, it's first time reading this every single time. That kind of whenever you see me like not say the person's name, that's because I'm just realizing that it's not appropriate for the show. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. Anyway, Maxwell asks. That's funny. Yeah, continue. You have the power to spawn an infinite amount of baguettes. How? How would you I... use this power? How would I use it? Infinite, Connor. infinite, and we're gonna assume they're, they're, we're, gonna, we're gonna assume they're pretty fresh baguettes. Okay, so they're not small bags; they're like like bagels. Yeah, baguette, Connor. You know, not not like insignificant like, like a loaf. Shopping it's bags. like a loaf, a big big baguette, Connor. You know what I'm talking about? Not here? not not like a little like a we're we're saying at least like a two foot baguette of. Yeah. I was thinking like a bag that would a, a rat would carry. We're not like, going back to the rats, Connor. We're not going <laughs> baguette, Connor. The big big bread, big bundle. Okay, baguettes, baguettes, baguettes. Of French French dough. Obviously, Boom. obviously, spontaneous sword fighting. Spontaneous sword fighting is always I, needed. I fully support that idea. That sounds amazing. That'd be great. You're walking down, you know. Let's say school's back in session. You're walking down the hallway and you see, and you see, I don't know, maybe your mortal enemy who your rats have told you about to be on the lookout for. On them, yeah. And all of a sudden you both spawn. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you just spawn your, your baguette. They spawn the bond. They, uh, bond can they bears. also spawn bears? God. Can they also no, they spawn? Both, we both have the. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like a Jedi Sith kind of thing. Oh. Okay. I'm also I am gonna because I don't or it'd think be something else like a I don't know. I don't another think another pastry. I don't think limiting it to a certain size is because it just says an infinite amount of baguettes. So I feel like you can spawn any type of baguette, any size. Yeah. I, I feel like you can be as versatile as you want with that. It, yes. So if yes, you wanna so you can get, get one shaped like a lightsaber. If you wanna get little baguette throwing stars and just boom, 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 infinite mm, baguettes. Get your infinite uh 
baguette bow and arrow. There's so many yep. possibilities to that. Baguette bow and arrow. That that'd be <laughs> we kind of you might get need to get some string too. But but uh, anyway, that's true. Uh, you can't you uh, unless you make a super a, a super thin baguette, super a strong super and super thin, thin baguette. But it needs it needs to be durable. Yeah, that's super strong. It's 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 like a all it, it it's kind of. As if you took all the atoms in a big baguette and compressed it down, so it's super. Durable. Oh, yeah. it's super. You have you're, you have not only diamond, not only do diamond, you have not only do you have the power to just oh, infinitely spawn baguettes, you have the ability to change their physical structures, and you can you can f literally just mess with physics of the baguettes. I see. I see. But hmm. I I think I think that. It'd be a super. Sorry, I'm eating a Reese's cup to one. To what? What was that last part? I'm eating a Reese's cups. Reese's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's what I thought you said. Uh, yeah, we got sponsored by them recently. 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 Anyway. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. I also. We're we're talking about sword fighting with the baguettes and and all all this cool stuff. Also, just the ability to spawn food wherever you are, no matter what, and any amount of it. That's that's also op. That's very you op. Can I your rats. I could just I could just right now during the podcast. Oh, baguette! Oh, delicious baguette! And yes, yeah, you. Oh, you're at and a the perfect size. Too. Perfect size. Perfect to, size. Too. It's not fit. like you're getting a baguette that's been you know blown out of proportion yeah. or that's been too small and if it's Either. and it's as fresh as you want to make it because you get to choose how you spawn your baguette so obviously for the sword baguettes you want to be oh this is a stale very stale strong hard as stone baguette sword uh, you 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 decide how that how that comes out but yeah imagine imagine this counter imagine you're just you're you're walking around with your friends when you can do that again you're 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 walking through Cleveland or, or Chicago, and your 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 friends are oh man we're so hungry oh do I got the thing for you blue baguette there you go have a baguette just also you wanted to spend money at a restaurant bloop, have a you're talking about Olive Garden free hundred dollars you're talking about the free breadsticks from Olive Garden oh I got the thing for you. Insta baguette. <laughs> Insta baguette. Also, Insta. If we're assuming uh, Insta baguette, I, I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume that uh, with with the baguettes, this is the only unnatural superpower that anyone has. We're 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 assuming that the world will continue as it is right now with no known extra like crazy abilities. But you're the one person who can just spawn matter out of nothing, and the thing that you can spawn are it's only baguettes. Only baguettes. And so imagine the flexing that you could do, or just the the way you could shock people. You're walking down the street, spawn a baguette, <laughs> boom, big baguette. You wanna? Oh, Connor, think about this. Think another another use of the baguettes. You are in a horrible, horrible, horrible playing crash. Oh. Horrible plane no. crash into the ocean. Oh, oh no! Geez. What are you gonna do? Baguette oh, boat, boom! We got a raft. So 
You need to eat. Oh, you oh, get wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. I was completely. I tuned you out because I was like, he's just gonna say eat food on an island, and oh. then you're like a oh, raft. I was like, wait a second, wait, 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 wait. And it took like actual minute for me to process that. That is, uh, that's that's an incredible use of baguettes. A that, baguette that power. A baguette raft. It it'd be incredible. Oh, and you could eat it, and then once it gets all soggy or something. First off, the fish can eat the rest, so it's not harming the earth in any way. And then, oh, let me just get us another baguette boat, and we can go on to that one. Another baguette. You'd be fine. Yeah, this power is more overpowered than I initially thought. Yeah, it's it's incredibly it's, overpowered. It's strong. Anyway, it's very strong. You can build an, an igloo. Imagine, with, imagine how many rats you could get on your side. Your imagine how many rats you could get on your side by just giving them infinite that baguettes. That is what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Rat army, you'll be the rat king. Rat king, rat king. Oh my gosh, that's an it's, that is an it's always sunny episode. The rat king, Charlie. Yeah, rat kings are crazy charlie wants oh to be the rat God. king it's that's a good episode anyway uh you ready to move on yes i'm ready i'm I, very much ready you're very much ready all right all right what you got so do you know the guy um, oh i know that guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um I, I had to like pause there just for a second because i because i didn't have his name exactly on cue um it's spelled it's spelled weird um his name is Jack Kerouac. I just looked him up. Okay. Jack Kerouac, he's an author. Um, he coined the Beat Generation. Um, and this is like post-World War II. Uh, people who have come back from war and stuff. Mm. You know, like that's on their minds. You know, you know, people are going to look at literature nowadays and they're going to be, oh, this is pandemic literature or pandemic um, post-pandemic, whenever they have like social things, talking about all this stuff. Anyway, anyway, Jack Kerouac, not to get carried away, wrote this thing called The Time of the Geek. And Paul, I just want to ask you what your definition of a geek is. Geek? That's Yeah, what's a geek? That's such a... Such a one, Paul. I don't know. That's such a like... When I think geek, I think of someone that I would say a geek would be someone that's not uh, like socially engaged. Okay. And that they would also be in like they're really good at one thing, mm. like to a shocking degree. Is that uh, what do you mean? Like one thing? Like not football, is it? No, 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 no. It's something like to do with your like mind power. Mind power. Mind power. Yeah. So, so, so like, I'm getting impression. Smartness is definitely smartness is definitely factor. it plays a role. And then I do think geeks. I this is just in the definition that I have in my head. I would usually think that they wouldn't be as. I wouldn't think they would be like you, super extroverted, mm -hmm. go out and do everything. Right. Oh, okay. You okay, know the okay, thing they okay. say about it's, it's close to nerd too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know the thing they say nerd about have very much a big pairing, like intelligence. How if the more you have of it, the less or like the more, like socially, uh, I I don't know the actual quote, but it it pretty much says the more it intelligent like focus. 
the mo- I don't know if it's bogus, Connor. It's not bogus. Uh, but it's, it's, it, it's pretty it much... It sounds like bogus. It sounds like not. the quotes is B-O-G-U-S. Bogus. <laughs> What's the idea, though? Please, it's, please, like, why I'll say it for me so I, uh, it, I got it It's pretty head. much that the more intelligent you are, the less social you are, or the less okay. socially interacted you are. Yeah, it sounds like bogus. Because okay, what about it. social oh. intelligence? Boom. Social intelligence. Boom. Having social intelligence. I, that's not the type of intelligence I'm referring to. Yeah, but okay, there's a measure of intelligence that like is based on like say say you have this sort of IQ, mm-hmm. high IQ, um, you're know, like 130. That's pretty high. They also it, that doesn't change the tendency of them being unable to speak to people. That might even. You know, there are many uh, instances where they would be really good at speaking to people. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. many, okay, I love authors. I think <laughs> they're the most brilliant, beautiful, and absolutely wonderful people of the world. Many authors, they, they, there is this reputation that I feel like I don't know if I'm making myself or if, or if other people have like also thought this, but uh, authors are, you know, hermits they're people who don't Mm -hmm. like to talk they're people who sit there and they write with their book and they read their book like that's what an author is no 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 i do not accept that definition to authors because i'm i'm really not that kind of person i may give it's like there are times whenever i give off that impression of very studious impressions i can't help it um Mm -hmm. if you catch me in public reading that's literally just like doing that is an example of it but like social awareness and stuff like that that is also it's like the same trying to compartmentalize parts of the brain into different actions say like math you can have a 140 iq but in it's like social interactions you can have a five aq yeah but no 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 no, that's the whole point it's the whole point is that the separation of these things. Well, yeah, I'm saying like the ACT is There's like not in math. In math, you could get a whatever on the ACT, and then in like obviously it's averaged out, but you have different categories that you do good. So like I did really good in the English section. Okay, okay, but your baseline, baseline, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like your average score. Yeah, that's what it does in the end of things. But all of your scores are going to be pretty close to that. Oh, Paul's wait, give me a look. Wait a minute. Are you saying that all my general very rarely ACTs... is there ever a student who has a perfect score in math but then gets like twos and threes in the rest of the subjects? Connor, if you get a two or three on the ACT, that like that's not very good at all. I like I know. I know. 15 I like of course that could indicate that they're intentionally getting them wrong. Yeah. But no, like there were. However, let's say I've you had, get a thirty-six I, and then like an eighteen and the rest of them. That I don't think. You know, I'm I feel like here, but I don't think that's very likely. Okay, yeah, okay, no, I didn't get a thirty-six and then an eighteen on another thing. But there You're were, right. there were. I think I had a ten-point difference between two sections. Okay, yeah, I mean that's not unnatural. That's that. that I isn't, mean, that's 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 only five away from the median on each time on each side. Which honestly isn't that much of a difference. But what I'm saying I is like that difference. social interactions also 
are on this pillar of things that they should test you at the ACT. There are so many things that aren't on the thing. There's a lot testing. not on the ACT, yeah. There's which is why colleges, of, which is why colleges are rolling it out. Learning doesn't come down to three, four subjects that are yeah. all that can all be shown on an ACT. That's just not how le- Math, learning science, is way and too English. encompassing from that. Like, yeah, it's like it doesn't come down. That's to, so. You know, yeah, that's not what human intelligence comes down to. No, not at all. So. That's why I say the one the one thing is bogus. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going back to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Did I go off? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, uh, but a geek, but a geek. A yeah, geek. 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 Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going back to geeks. So we're we're doing a lap around the stadium. Yeah, we're starting to get bit. back Maybe back like around to. Yeah, you turn. Like, we try to. We, we missed the last exit, so we gotta we gotta come back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're just all we're all there. It's the same road, same road, but uh, you know, dancing around on it. Uh, so a geek. This is from this. This name of the story by Jack Kerouac is the time of the geek. How fitting! How fitting! So very much. It's going to be about geeks. Everybody looks like a geek, is what what's his name says. I think it's the poet says. I don't know if his name's actually the poet. It, it's oh, some oh. like cheesy name. no his name's like L- are we still levi. talking about jack not levi no i'm talking about the character that he has created oh okay so character i think it's levinsky levinsky yeah it's levinsky so levinsky levinsky says everybody looks like a geek right and then uh the main character i think peter's like a geek and he goes on the drunkards or addicts or whatnot who eat heads off live chickens at carnivals. That is his first definition for what a geek is. That is a lot more serious. That, like I thought, wow, okay, that's a... <laughs> he goes on. It doesn't stop there. Didn't you ever hear about geeks? Oh, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. And then he says, everyone in the world has become a geek. So he calls like everybody a geek. And okay. we are all, he's calling everyone a drunkard addict or whatnot who eats the heads off live chicken at carnivals, right? And he goes on. Can't you see what's going on all around you? All of the neurosis and the restricted morality and the, this is a big word, scatological repressions and suppressed aggressiveness has finally gained the upper hand of humanity. Everyone is becoming a geek. Everyone feels like a zombie. The great Dracula figure of modern disintegration and madness. The wise genius behind it all, the devil, if you will, is running the whole thing with his strings of oats and his hexes. So, you know, he gets a little off topic and he starts making big cons of the world. But here's what a geek is. Like, to see the geek inside a world like this, where the entire world, everyone's a zombie and we're all being manipulated what's, by this what's this from again this, the what? time of the geek story is that oh it's just called that is yeah it's called the time of the geek huh. that is i obviously i don't think it's as serious as the definition he gives but i definitely see the points there of how i think the zombie using that word was was really it was a good word to choose because i definitely yeah. definitely for especially for the quarantine during 2020 yeah. a lot of people are like oh Depression. i'm a zombie it's just 
going mm-hmm. through the motions. And then the part about addicts, or, or did he, you said he, he's talking about aggression. Oh, 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 oh. Like suppressed, suppressed aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah. Suppressed aggressiveness. I can Has finally of, got the upper hand on humanity. I, I also see that. I mean, we I feel like we talk about mm-hmm. it so much, but you look at Twitter. I. Oh, yeah. yeah there's so much hate that goes around on that app it's it's that's true it's so crazy and and the other thing you do notice is whenever something does happen a lot of people jump on board to also mm-hmm. dispel that hate. Mm-hmm. it's it's like oh this is my chance like it's i know trending trending hate you know whenever seeing the hate muscle whenever uh like you you talked about like the capital uh riots Mm-hmm. you know you could see it as initially maybe it was going to be this little thing but once it started picking up speed other people were like oh i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna mm-hmm. go smash and break stuff in dc it was just when people are given the chance to do it they just jump on board and it's really it is it is sad but yeah i think people kind of look for and, and enjoy those opportunities to unleash anger and it's because it's been contained so much yeah i I see that like like containment especially Mm -hmm. you know right now you mentioned during quarantine and uh, like suppressing emotions has become almost a defense mechanism Mm -hmm. to carry on to be accepted in your social circles yeah uh, by your family by your you know parents by your siblings and uh seeing how it can just kind of boom at you sometimes really yeah it is it can be really impactful however the other thing that he says everyone feels like a zombie somewhere at the end at the ends of the night the great magician the great dracula figure of modern disintegrity in is integration it's disintegration and madness the wise genius behind it all the devil if you will is running the whole thing and his string of oaths and his hexes so oaths is a big word because oaths and like promises. People make promises all the time. Oh, yeah. Politicians make promises. Uh, religions make promises. Uh, parents make promises. Now and the hexes the, is like curses. That's yeah, like dark magic. It's an odd pairing. So yeah, yeah it, it is thus making like, like the proposition that all oaths are hexing. Almost. Yeah. Okay. There's an inseparable inseparable relationship between these two things mm-hmm. seeing how they're prepared it's on ant so like getting really technical with the with the reading there mm-hmm. um but also i like how the final thing that he says is the devil just because just to get the point across it even says the devil if you will just to get the point across mm-hmm. but before that he's describing the devil the great magician, the great Dracula figure of modern disintegration and madness, the wise genius. Mm-hmm. So he's calling Satan a genius. Um, and I think this intimidates a lot of people because we feel like Satan or like the evil forces are working against us at any opportunity that we have. Yeah. Any disconvenience. Dis- like it's when, easier to blame. Yeah. Whenever, hey, whenever something bad happens, you go, oh, the devil really has it out for me today or mm-hmm yeah yeah it's it's so it's normalized in that mm-hmm. and it is uh 
like humanized in the sense that it can be dehumanized. It can be a way to dehumanize and it could be pinned onto someone very easily. Um, and I think that's very dangerous and it can mm -hmm. do it in the slightest of ways. Um, here's another thing that he says. Um, what do you have to deny it? He said, really, now I know you, I can tell you have all, I can tell you all have horrible guilt feelings. It's written all over you. You're confused by it. You don't know what it is. Admit it. At, at least. As a matter of fact, you told me once yourself. Amid what? That you feel guilty of something. You feel unclean. Almost diseased. You have nightmares. You have occasional visions of horror. Feelings of spiritual geekiness. You don't see? Everybody feels like that now. Spiritual geekiness. geekiness. Yeah. I will say he's using the word geek in ways I've never seen it used before. Yeah. It's really like cool. It has a whole new context to it. It, uh... I think this is very interesting because of how easy it is to hold on to guilt. And then how yeah. guilt, since everyone is guilty... If we go back to the earlier part, the suppressed aggressiveness, that's from guilt. Like you suppress your aggression or, you know, perhaps like aggression can be suppressed by guilt. Thus making it very volatile because that's not a good thing to deal with it. Like suppressing aggression is not a good way to deal with guilt no. because it has very catastrophic. Like long term, it definitely... You know, oh, yeah, how, how people term. say, you know, wounds Which, heal you know. wounds heal in time. I mean, they mm -hmm. do if you if you kind of accept them and and deal with them, but if you just shove them in a corner, it's it's like a virus right. that slowly just creeps out of the out of the box and yeah, then you're in trouble. I mm -hmm. I uh <laughs> the virus dang Ew. dang it's almost like we're in a pandemic crazy. using language like that yeah, pandemic language <laughs> i uh i google which is weird okay because here's here's a great relationship i'm sorry to interrupt but this is a great relationship between the two is um the next things peter says the uh not levinsky he says things aren't like that they used to be before the war or sorry things aren't like they used to be before the war before the war things aren't what they were before the war that's so easy to look at us right now yeah like things are say, gonna be things the are same so or things are different after now. the pandemic yeah how about that and usually in a lot of wars there were pandemics as well like yeah. uh world war one during world war one yep. yeah <laughs> i uh <laughs> so i looked up uh jack kurek geek that's all I typed. Kerouac. Kerouac Geek. Yep. And I get this article from Board Game Geek, which is a, a website I look at to see ratings of, of board games. And all it oh, says okay. is, uh, Jack Kerouac was a game geek. So he, he was a gamer just like yeah. us. That's really cool. He, sound, he, he, he definitely writes like a gamer. That's this pretty is, cool. Ah. I'm really mad because I like this so much. That it, that is a really cool uh, couple of lines there. 
there's some cool things in here and it's cool because like you kind of see it in the time that it was written mm-hmm. um you see the stuff that's floating around and this is a very niche little group very niche mm-hmm. um yeah that it kind of erected hmm. Hmm. but the way that they comment on the world how about that how about that? That's what I like to see. Like to see people reading and stuff. I have a friend actually. He's oh. a poet. He's a published poet. And Jack Kerouac is his favorite author. That's pretty cool. So I'm excited that... to tell him that I'm reading him in class. Oh really? Oh that's awesome. That's that's actually yeah. really cool. You can be like, yo, I'm reading you in my class. It's kind of dope. No 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 not him not him not him. Like, oh Jack Jack Kerouac, his favorite author. Okay, I thought we you were reading not, his. Not I thought you were reading his published work in your class, nah. which would be really cool. So, <laughs> no, but yeah, <laughs> that would be really cool though. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, so I uh, was talking to someone. I'm not going to say their name, it'll but happen. sorry. What? Go ahead. Okay. I, I was whispering, it'll happen. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. But I, I was talking with them, and I watch... Uh, I don't know how often I've said this on the show. I might, I, I mean, you made the an anime reference today in the episode about Death Note. But I, I watch anime shows, uh, and I read... Uh, obviously, I read books, but I also read manga and graphic novels. And for those of you who don't know, anime is based off of manga which is the the book form of it. And I was yes. talking I was talking to this friend and I said hey I'm I'm watching the show right now and they asked oh don't you also read the manga and I was like yeah I do for the certain shows and he goes why would you do that and I go what do you what do you mean why would I do that and he goes and this this is why I'm not saying his name just because of this quote he says it spoils the show what oh my god he says the the book spoils the show and i go that is not how this works that that (laughs) isn't no one would say oh the lord of the rings book completely spoiled that movie for me no no one would say that obviously he doesn't read like (laughs) no he doesn't he does not read that's all i can say but yeah that just blew my mind that they said that because that's not that's not how it it's just <laughs> that's all I gotta say. It's not. I just wanted to bring that up because you were, yeah, crazy like though. It. Any anyway, we're we're kind of nearing the end. I I want to just say yeah. one more thing before we get to the would you rather. And I texted you about this before we recorded. When you asked, oh, do you have any topic ideas? And I said, I don't know. I'm watching Kill Bill right now. We'll think about it after. And so I finished <laughs> Kill Bill. I finished Kill Bill Volume One. I'm gonna watch Volume Two after this. And have you have you seen those movies? Kill, I've seen the, the Kill parts Bill? of it. Okay. Yeah, parts of Kill Bill. I mean, you you kind of understand Tarantino's film style with Pulp Fiction, and uh, I, I'm sure. You... Yes. Okay. It's a Tarantino film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've taken yes. you probably I just seen... needed to reminded of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've I've seen a Tarantino film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Kill Bill, I think Kill Bill's one of his most unique ones. I I mean, like you would say, oh, oh Pulp Fiction's crazy good and. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and uh, so on, so on. But Kill Bill... So the really cool thing about Kill Bill, it was initially only going to be a single movie, but he realized halfway through filming that it could not be done in a single movie, so he was like, we're just going to do two. 
And it, it stars Uma Thurman, and she is basically just getting revenge on, on someone who, who kind of screwed her over. But the way it is filmed, I'm in love with it. So it takes the, the story, progresses through, really? it progresses the stories through chapters. And it actually, it, between each chapter, you get the black screen, chapter one, title. And then once you get to chapter two, it says chapter two, title. And you get that throughout the story because it, you know, volume one, volume two, it's it's like a book kind of in a, in a movie. Right. And not only is just the action in the story really interesting, but again, I, I obviously said like the shots that they give are really cool. And the way he uses the visuals. So there, and it's a gory movie. So there'll be a scene where she rips out a guy's eye and it switches, oh it switches to black and white. Oh God. Oh, that's cool. You know, you know, that action signifying, Oh, you visions getting screwed up now. And then it, gets back to a point where you go back into color and she blinks and everything's back in color again. And just the way it's cut, it is, it's, it's some very entertaining cinema. I, I, I don't know how exactly that this could have been an entire episode that I could do, but I'm, I just wanted to briefly talk about how just incredibly well done those movies are. And you, you if you haven't seen them, I, I would recommend them, Connor. They're on uh, HBO Max, if any of you have that. Oh, okay. Very, it is gory, though, so if you don't like gore, don't watch it, obviously. It's always good to get recommendations during quarantine, because it can get dry after a while. It can. It definitely can. It's all, you know, getting new stuff recommended is always cool. It is. Anyway, you ready for that Would You Rather? I am ready. Ready spaghetti. Would you rather gain restricted access to a government facility or a religious facility? Um, uh, uh, um, because the, here's the, here's the reason why I included those two. So, okay. I mean, government wise, you, you could go to a lot of cool places. I mean, the, the one that comes to mind immediately is area 51 or, the bunker they have up in Mount Rushmore. And that's just United States. Oh, that's wise. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's, you could get restricted access. I, and I'm going to say any government facility because we're also including any religion. So if you oh, want to go shoot. into the Kremlin or, or I don't know, I don't know, wherever, wherever, really. And then for religion, I mean, I don't know exactly where I want the access to, but I, I just think of the Catholic Church where they have so much history it like they the amount of documents they have just that spans hundreds of years it's greater than any government facility i I would assume or i'm pretty sure that's quite certain so i it'd be a tough decision for me because government wise you could go see some like cool things that are current and now while if you want to just find some really old interesting stuff i would choose some sort of library or catacombs or, or something from a religion. I, I do like that. I always get, you know, I really am thinking about this more. And like governments are cool, but uh, the religion one could be because re- the, like, the religion one I, I have more of an attachment to. Like there's some cool. Sp- I, um, I I feel like the locations you could go to, 
in terms of religious restricted access only areas would be a lot more interesting than the government right i mean sure yeah area 51 would be so cool but i don't know i i think i would go with uh religion i i think that the religions have more to offer that's what yeah i think i would go with a religion one because i think you could get some really cool go to some really cool places with that uh restricted access yeah so yeah, that's probably, that's what I'd do. It looks like you'd do the same. I I think I would do the same in this case. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Any cool. uh any religions wanting to give us some restricted access to your your cool cool libraries? Let us know. It's it's difficult to uh to talk about it. it without. Oh yeah. Also yeah, you don't know what else. Religion offered. is difficult to talk about. It is. I, I think it is. I would love to talk about it though. Maybe in the future. Hard. We'll see. Maybe yeah, in the future. No, it's we'll it's definitely a there. it's definitely a touchy subject for sure. It is touchy. Anyway. Touchy. Way to end it on end it on a touchy, on the, the on touchy the t- subject. <laughs> well not touchy, but uh what am I looking for? Uh uh just it it can be sensitive, but it's also sensible. Mm-hmm. To give you, you a little, you have to Jane talk about Austin. it in the right way, though. It's all Jane Austen, that's just sense and sensibility. Boom, bada, bing, bada, bada bing, bong, boom, bong, boom, bing, bada, boom, bada, bing, bing, bong. Mansfield Park is currently the boringest. A uh, hundred pages in, we get our first ball, and they don't even dance. Um, and there is though there is a like chapter 14 ish you get a play they start to put on a play and have rehearsals for it it's very it was pretty fun apparently picks up the end i haven't read volume three yet there's my book update okay we'll we'll find out the rest next week then the final uh uh... for mansfield park at least yes yeah 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 yeah, still got uh emma uh, and uh persuasion okay okay so, oh, yeah, we'll get the final synopsis of Mansfield Park next week. And until yeah. then, we will... <laughs> until then... Uh... Until then, uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>